We are in the third week of the Grow To series. And the first week was all about saying yes to God, but not just saying yes to God, continually saying yes to God. The second week was more about how does this yes manifest itself to others? How does this yes allow us to be a healing presence to, to God's people? And this week, we are talking about how, does the, how do we experience challenges when we choose to go forth and give God's love to people. But before we get to that, let us first consider the whole aspect of the Gospels. When the evangelists were writing the Gospels, they did so with two things in mind. First is to whom are they writing, because that would determine what they wrote and how they wrote it. So for example, you have Matthew writing for the Jews. Mark was writing for the Romans. So to give you a brief example, he does not mention the crucifixion. He doesn't describe the crucifixion because the Romans invented the crucifixion, so they knew exactly what it was. So you have John writing for a variety, the Greeks, the Jews, and even the Samaritans. And then you have finally Luke. The theme of Luke was simply God's love and the way God had come to proclaim this love to people. So when we look at the life of Jesus, everything that he said, everything that he did was simply to give people an experience of God's love. And therefore, he tried to reach out to as many people as possible because everybody, according to Luke, had to be welcomed in to the circle of God's love and care. And Luke was writing for the Gentiles, which are the non-Jews, the ones who are normally outcast in society, the ones who are downtrodden. So for him, everybody is welcome to receive God's love if only you open yourself to it. And that is the challenges that Jesus normally experienced, and that is what we're going to talk about. But a very strong component of the Gospel of Luke is its social dimension. Jesus was trying to protect people more than other than just giving them the love, it is to give them something much more. When love is given, it normally allows the other person to be accepted, it allows the other person to be affirmed. So an act of true love always gifts the other person with dignity. And that is what Jesus always did. He was not just giving God's love to people, he was giving them a dignity that was deprived to them. So when you take the case of this lady or the woman in today's gospel, what Jesus is arguing is the way they are treating her. It's like one brother doesn't have a child and dies, the next brother gets her. It's like seven brothers just take her as if she's an object, as if she has no value or no dignity. And that's what Jesus was trying to fight with them. So he's saying, you all are taking a law, very wonderful, but it had a lot of value in the past. In the present, how are you treating women? How are you treating the downtrodden and the outcast? And then the same thing he applies to the fact of, how do you accept people? When he says God is a God of the living, is in the present, how are you basically treating people? And therefore, he was so saturated with the love of his father that everything he did was to make sure that they would receive it irrespective of class and caste. So today's gospel passage is one of the incidents that Jesus had among the many when he was trying to promote social justice. So let us now consider the gospel passage in the context of the theme of the third week. 
you have it at the very beginning which says the Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection. So which means their argument was flawed from the very beginning. They are asking Jesus, what will this woman do in the resurrection? Whose wife will she be when they didn't believe in the resurrection? They were the only group that didn't believe in the afterlife and did not believe in angels and did not believe in the resurrection. So to, to ask Jesus something like this itself meant they were mocking him. They were ridiculing Jesus. They were trying to just have fun with him. But as always, Jesus was in control. So when he mentions in the resurrection they will be in a different form, they will be like angels, he uses something that they did not believe against them when he says they will all be like angels. So which means Jesus was always in control of things. He was able to understand what was happening with them. And when he also mentions that the God is a God of the living, he brings everything into perspective for them. Because in the resurrection, none of us know what's going to happen. But in the present, we all know what's going to happen. He was trying to get them to see, don't worry about the future, which you don't have control of. You are right now in the present, which is the presence of the living God. What are you doing in this case? Because it's only in the presence, it's only when we are able to experience relationships that we can understand God's love in our life. Because it is in and through relationships that we receive God's love. And it is in and through relationships that we give God's love back to others. So, in this context, we see how he was always challenged, and that is something we pick up of the theme of third week, which is what are the challenges, struggles that we can experience when we make a choice to reach out to God's people, especially the downtrodden and outcast. And the Sadducees represent one type of difficulty or challenge we may experience in our life. But very often, I like to look at it as we have external Sadducees and we also have internal Sadducees that keep challenging us. For example, you may have the external challenges, or sorry, the external Sadducees, like, for example, a busy culture, which is a culture that is always making us do things, do things, do things, and doesn't give us time to really just stop and say, how is God present in my life? How is God loving me? Because this external Sadducee will mock us by saying, don't waste time sitting in silence, do, 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 because that's the only way you'll be able to achieve things in life. You may have the whole aspect of social media. Yes, social media is good, but social media can also distort reality. It could make us believe that our identity is in having rather than in being. And again, this type of uh, external Sadducee can mock us. It's like don't spend time sitting and being you will lose out on so many things you must have because having gives you an identity. You may also have the whole aspect of instant gratification where everything is about immediate relief rather than long-lasting joy. And then when we look at it in the context of internal Sadducees, it is the negative beliefs that we have of ourselves. The way we look at ourselves, I am worth, not worth it, I am useless, I am not loving, etc. We make so many judgments about ourselves that somehow makes us crash very often. The reason why Jesus could stand his ground against other people is because he knew his dignity. He knew his identity as the Son of God. So no matter what people said to him, no matter the, the challenges he faced or the struggles he faced, nobody could take away this dignity from him, that he was the Son of God. 
And I think that's a call for us to also look into these aspects of our life, to see these Sadducees that affect us. Because it's like a vicious cycle. If deep down I'm feeling, you know, nothing, don't feel strong, I kind of collapse within, then the external factors will kind of rule over me much more. They will captivate me much more, and there's that vicious cycle. I'm searching for an identity, and I try to search for it outside. I get stuck there, which affects me internally again, and the cycle continues. So what we are called to do maybe in this week is to choose one external Sadducee that tends to affect you in your life and see what can you do to withstand it. What do you need to do to say, I will not be controlled or ridiculed by that external Sadducee, and even the same for an internal Sadducee. One negative self-belief that you have about yourself, and how can you see what is the positive dimension that I could reframe it and see something good in me to realize, like Jesus, I too am a child of God, and it is my duty and responsibility to say yes to him. Amen.